You're looking on Craigslist one day and you see this ad for a cuck. Yeah. And you thought, hey, I'm the guy. That was it. So you were pissed off and turned on. Uh, Exactly. And how these two emotions can coexist because I was really pissed off and really turned on. Are you straight or bi? Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not interested in just going out and sucking some guy's dick just for the hell of sucking his dick. It's really the charge is when my wife is there. Not only is she fucking somebody right in front of you in your marital bed, but he's coming inside her and then you're licking it out. Like, does does that part turn you on? Like, do you, okay, you know what? I'm just going to, do you like the taste? (laughs) So let's get to it. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is a 60-year-old-ish man. He is the cuck husband to Crystal Welch, who we interviewed back in episode 75. It was such an interesting conversation, hearing things I'd never heard of before, that I said, you know, it would be really awesome if we could hear from the male half of this couple, and he's here with me today. So you and your wife have been together for eight years. She found you on Craigslist. I mean, you answered an ad of a woman looking for a cuck. Had you been in the lifestyle before seeing this ad? Yes, I had. Uh, I was in a previous marriage that was open. Uh, I would not classify it as, as a cuckold relationship, but it was certainly open. And certainly she took great liberties in enjoying other people while we were married much more than I did. Maybe hot wife Vixen would be a little closer. But were you submissive in that relationship? Not at all. Not oh. at all. And and then just to finish that thought, when we did um, separate, it had nothing at all to do with our lifestyle or our sexuality. It, it, it had to do with some other issues that we couldn't surmount. I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people not in the lifestyle think that the lifestyle is a good way to end a marriage. Um, And so thank you for adding that, because very often, just like in any other relationship, there are breakups, and it's not necessarily because of the sex that you're having, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was not at all due to the sex. We probably stayed together for five more years than we should have because the sex was so rocking. Right. (laughs) 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 All right. So you had a little of experience in the lifestyle, and then- what, you're, you're looking on Craigslist one day and you see this ad for a cuck? Yeah. And you thought, hey, I'm the guy? That was it. I, I wasn't even necessarily looking for anybody to date. It was more like, you know, you used to look at Craigslist because that's where all the freaks went. Right. And so, you know, I was just surfing around, seeing what people were, you know, putting out there. And I saw this ad for a cuck. So I wrote her, uh, you know, just a, a quick paragraph. And one thing I have learned about online dating is what works for me is actually meeting pretty quickly. So I, I wrote her uh, a quick email and said, hey, would you be available for, you know, meet for drinks like Wednesday, a couple days out or something, you know, two or three days out. 
And sure enough, she was available. And uh, so we met for cocktails and we just clicked just from the first moment that I saw her. Mm. And it's been um, steady and on my half anyway, almost entirely exclusive, except for right at the very beginning, there was, um, I was actually involved with somebody else sort of as a friend with benefit thing for a short time. Mm-hmm. Now, how quickly did you fall into the, the cuck thing? So it was like, just kind of like after you got together? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much uh, from the very beginning that that happened. I mean, clearly that was her expectation and it was mine. Okay. Now explain to me what that dynamic was like in the beginning, what was the arrangement? Um, There were certainly some femdom themes in this. There was certainly this idea of consensual non-monogamy from the very beginning. One way. Yeah. One way non-monogamy. Yeah. So what kind of things did you think you would enjoy? Like, why did you get into this relationship? Yeah. So some things that I've found about myself is, is one is that um, with my former uh, wife, you know, I found like when we were at swing parties or seeing other couples or whatever, um, that really my main interest was often in watching her. And sometimes um, I felt a little bit guilty because, you know, in a two-way swing thing, she's with him and you're supposed to be with her, if you know what I mean. Sure. And uh, oftentimes I was distracted because it was more interesting for me personally to watch than to necessarily play. And so I've, I found that I had a voyeur streak in me. And, and then the other thing is it's kind of is this idea of compersion. The best way I can describe that is when I see her with somebody else, it gives me great joy. And when I see her enjoying herself and, and having her moments, it, it really brings me happiness. And I don't know exactly what to compare that to. It's obviously it's the very opposite of jealousy. It's a supercharged emotion for me that it's it's not like I'm okay with her being with somebody else. It's that I really like her having great experiences with other people. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of recognize some of those, you know, the seeds of that from my very first marriage. Okay, but other than just liking that your wife is playing with someone else, is it also a turn on? Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, I've eroticized this. And, you know, that's one of the hardest things to describe to non-cucks is that you still feel an immense amount of emotion inside. But somehow or another, the way you experience that emotion is different than jealousy. And so it's a little bit difficult for me to put it exactly into words, but you still have a very, very strong emotion. But somehow or another, you've eroticized this. And so so it's it's a positive thing that you, you know, your mind and body enjoys instead of being a negative thing. So for anyone who's ever felt that green monster, that pit in your stomach when you're jealous, right? That, I mean, it's an incredibly strong emotion. It's like if you took that same strength of emotion with jealousy and then just turned it positive. Right. Right? It's still that same, like, it's real. It's way up there. Yeah. Rather than being so destructive because it can be a very destructive emotion. Yeah. So just opposite, right? 
It is. It's just, yeah. And it's funny because it's the same emotion, but it's how you choose to experience it. Mm -hmm. In some ways, I, I, I draw a parallel to the BDSM world where some people enjoy pain and somehow or another, they've eroticized it so that, you know, they get pleasurable feelings from things that I wouldn't necessarily get any pleasure from. Right. Can you describe to me your evolution as a cuckold couple? So, you know, in the beginning it was, you know, watching your wife or knowing that your wife was with someone else is hot. Like, how have you progressed? Um, what might be a good story to tell you here is how I got involved with my first wife in an open relationship. And then I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to your sure. question. Quite a few years ago, when my first wife and I, we hadn't been married very long, like four months or five months or something like that. And I went on a ski trip with some buddies of mine. And when I got back, she was just kind of distant, you know, it was just not her normal bubbly self. And that went on for a couple of weeks. And then finally, you know, we just sort of were in the kitchen having a cup of coffee. And I said, you know, you just haven't been the same person since the ski trip. Is there anything, you know, that I've done or said, or was it me going alone or what was the deal? And then she just opened up and just started crying and said, I just, I can't believe I did this. But while you were gone, I, I was with a man and I just can't hold this back anymore. And it, it just immediately, it was just, you know, like somebody had hit me in the face. I mean, So she cheated on you? She did. She 100% cheated on me in every definition of the word. But what was odd was at first I was, I was punched in the stomach and I was just, the breath was taken out of me. But other parts of my body started responding. Mm. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, literally, I didn't understand what was happening to me. So you were pissed off and turned on. Uh, exactly. And how these two emotions can coexist, because I was really pissed off and really turned on. And so we ended up making up right there on the kitchen floor. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was one of the hottest, uh, you know, rec marital recoveries ever. Right. So she was very sorry and you were very, were very forgiving right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. We, we got it behind us real quick. Mm -hmm. and, and then afterward, we, we were both like, literally, I'm serious. We were both kind of leaning against some cabinets on the kitchen floor, just puddles of sweat and, and like, what the hell just happened? You know, and both of us were looking at each other like, where did that come from? You know? And so then we spent quite a bit of time talking about it and, Maybe six or seven months after that, we went to a swinger uh, like hotel and, you know, and then we started kind of getting into the swinger lifestyle. And then occasionally she would meet guys on her own and, and occasionally I would meet girls on my own. And so we kind of, you know, bounced through that lifestyle with no specific idea about cuckolding or, or anything. So to circle back to answering your question was I was completely, totally off caught off guard by my own emotions when it when I first experienced um, being cuckolded. Which was when? I mean, because uh, it's hard for people to understand that thin line between hot wifing and cucking, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely different. So in this case, I'm calling it, 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 it was straight up cheating, honestly. I wouldn't even put it. I generally consider cuckolding an expression of ethical non-monogamy. And right. what she did was straight up cheating. You're now with your new wife and you knew she wanted a cuck. How did you know that you were a cuck? And, and how, what is the difference? Was it 
some sort of humiliation or something else that's more associated with cuckolding? So what led me to, to be interested in a cuckolding ad to start with was the fact that as, as my sexual relationship with my previous wife matured, I found myself more drawn to voyeurism and watching. And, and then somewhere in there, I started getting more interested in femdoming. And of course, femdoming tightly connects to cuckolding. And I think there's femdoms that don't cuckold. And I think there's some cuckold relationships that don't have femdoming, but I think there's an awful lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't understand, can you at least give me some examples of activities that you would you would do in a femdom thing? <laughs> yeah. So from the word, obviously, um, female domination is a sort of a choice of, of how you're going to set up a power structure inside of your marriage. In my case, I was really interested in it. And it's largely because it's my way of relaxing and of setting aside my responsibilities and just allowing myself, you know, to to be dominated. And so I don't have to think I don't have to make any decisions. I don't, you know, it's my escape, you know, we're not 24/7 by any means of the but word. But can you give me examples of 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 like stuff that you would do because you know when you say female domination if if people aren't in the lifestyle they're not going to know what the heck you're talking about. Like literally what kind of activities? Like does she tell you to do things? Does she make you do things? Do you just follow directions and and what does she make you do? Yeah, well, make is in quote marks, right? I don't think she's ever made me do anything that we hadn't previously discussed right. and we're both interested in. And so in terms of sexual practices, um, you know, we've tried uh, pegging, cross-dressing, um, male contact with me having contact with the guy, with just her, you know, kind of generally bossing me around that quite often we do sort of this servant femdom kind of mistress role playing. And, and some of it doesn't work very well. And some of it we love. Um, Are you straight or bi? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get caught up in vocabulary. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that I, I have contact with men, but bisexuality quite often infers some sort of romantic or Emotional. affection toward men. Right. And I don't feel that way about other men. I like delivering oral to her lovers but I would never like go out and meet a guy for a date and not to be judgmental, but, but just the idea of kissing a guy kind of grosses me out. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so really it's all in service to your wife. Exactly. I'm not ashamed of the word by, I wouldn't be ashamed of the word gay when it comes to touching other men. But I think there's a lot of inference in those terms that just don't apply to me. Right. And so, you know, I try to be careful about them. Sure. Now, when when you're doing these things, uh, participating in those activities, are you turned on? Oh, yeah, definitely. But but it's it's much more the service and the submission right. that is the turn on, you know, because, I mean, I could go out and, uh, excuse me, I could go out and suck dick every day of the week. You know how guys are, you know? Right. But- I just, I'm not, I'm not interested in just going out and sucking guy, some guy's dick just for the hell of sucking his dick. It's really the charge is when my wife is there. Sure. Okay. If I recall correctly, your wife told me you did clean up 
like the first encounter that you guys had. Is that true? Uh, yeah, if she said so, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and, and not just deferring you just, to her. Right, you just she, don't have a memory. I know. remembers these things better I know. than I do. Oh, I, you I, I probably Oh, did, you right? men are all alike. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> but can you explain that to me? I, I know I've, I've had a lot of women explain it to me. Okay, so our listeners have heard women saying, oh, he loves it. I want to hear it from a man. Oh boy. Well, it, this this digs really deeply into playing with your own emotions. And to me, it's almost the ultimate expression of power exchange because not only is she fucking somebody, not only is she fucking somebody right in front of you in your marital bed, but he's coming inside her and then you're licking it out. To me, it's sort of taking it to the, you know, ultimate extreme of the entire power exchange of her being with other men and you being submissive. So then, um, but it is a turn on it and it's. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. It's, it's a great turn on. Okay. Now for people who don't do that, don't get it. I think that, you know, their first reaction is ew, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and, and to them, it comes from, I, I believe it comes from like a, oh, that's gross. So then now we're getting down to the details like taste and smell and all that. Um, and I think it just grosses people out because they don't understand. Is it all a turn on for you purely for the power exchange, like the ultimate, she's got total control over you, you're going to do this for her? But what about the, just the physicality of everything? Like, does, the, does that part turn you on? Like, do you, okay, you know what? I'm just going to, do you like the taste? <laughs> you know, this, I, I don't want to dodge your question, but it's almost like it does, the taste doesn't even matter. I mean, the charge comes from the power. That's where the whole charge comes from. Right. Um, the taste is okay. I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> different guys taste different ways and, and, um, Certainly not with my current wife, but, you know, I oral sex with some women isn't as pleasurable as it is with others. You know, it's just... That's just the way we humans are. Yeah. But in general, the taste is fine. I I, I don't know that I would ever, you know, like serve it for dinner or anything. <laughs> but that's, that's just totally not what it's about. What it's about is, you know, literally you're eating another man's cum out of your own wife's you know, freshly fucked pussy. I mean, just in the book, you know, grossest of terms, that's what it really comes down to power wise. Sure. She also told me about this other thing that you guys started doing, and that is emptying a used condom in your mouth. Hello, are you still there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm jumping around a little bit because uh, that's not something we just started doing, not to correct her. Um, that's something that we have done, but actually haven't done in a while. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, there was a partner that she had a while back. They were doing safe sex and um, he was, he was a very casual partner. So I was glad for that. Mm -hmm. But uh, afterward we had a, a, a really uh, powerful session and part of it did include her feeding me. Yeah. Oh, so, so like you weren't right there or anything. I was not right there. She brought home the used condom and emptied it in your mouth? She had him over at our house, and so she didn't bring it home. But yeah, it was in the bedroom when I got home that night. Oh. And 
So you weren't even home and she saved a used condom right. and emptied it in your mouth. Right. And that was good? <laughs> Are you okay with this? <laughs> um, it was different. I, I mean, it, it, we haven't done it since then. Um, it was, you know, it was sort of trippy. Right. Um, so again, it's the idea of doing something so taboo and doing, right, doing something so out there in service to your wife. Yeah, clearly. And part of it is, is you know, and this is so hard to describe to non-cucks, but part of it is, is the, the, the power exchange of her having control over her own body and being able to fuck around and you can't. Right. And then, you know, the, the expression of like the used condom thing or, you know, she has certainly other times where she, there's been used condoms, she'll be sure that they're like on my pillow or left beside the bed or some really obvious place where they're left out where she knows I'll see them. Mm -hmm. And it's just sort of, you know, like poking me that see, see, see. Right. I think it's really important to point out that outside the bedroom, outside of the sex that you have with your wife, the you that the public sees is very different from this, right? Oh, I yeah, mean, absolutely. You're a successful man. Yeah, yeah. What is your personality like outside the bedroom? <laughs> yeah, just the opposite. Um, I, I would classify myself as, as almost an extreme alpha. Maybe a little bit of the reason that I look for this beta activity is to take the edge off of my alpha nature. But I, I run, I have a very large group of mostly men that work for me in a in a very highly charged atmosphere in you know in terms of pressure and hierarchy and so forth my work is the exact opposite of my home play and even at home when we're not in the um, in the dynamic in the moment if you want to put it that way we have a you know a pretty common marriage where we disagree with each other and you know sometimes I get to pick what restaurant we go to. And sometimes she gets to pick what restaurant we go to. You know, we don't live this dynamic in a 24-7, you know, kind of fashion at all. Right. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you feel is important? You know, you can trust whatever number you want to trust. But let's say better than half of all marriages will experience some sort of infidelity or another. I don't want to say it's inevitable, but it's not unlikely. In fact, it's actually likely. And so I would just encourage anybody to think through, like, what is the best, most most healthy, positive way of dealing with the fact that a lot of people just don't naturally live inside of monogamous relationships. And that's just the reality of the world. And so how do you want to treat that when it happens to you? I'm not saying that cuckolding is the only way, but it certainly is a way that Rather than her infidelity leading us further and further apart, it brings us closer and closer together. It certainly isn't an answer for everybody, but for those that are you know, willing to try and that have the right mindset, I think it's a great way of, of dealing with what is you know, a lot of natural instincts among human beings. That's Crystal Welch's husband, a.k.a. Bitchard. If you missed Crystal's interview, go back to episode 75 called I Found My Cuck Husband Online. This was the third of our three special episodes for Cuck Week 2022. If you missed the other two, go back to episode 78, The High Profile Cuck, and also episode 79, Contract for Cuckolding. 
Now, let's get back into the swing of things, shall we? A birthday trip leads to fulfilling fantasies in the lifestyle. The other woman's fantasy was to suck two cocks at one time. She had never done that. Oh. So, so she did. Swords crossed just a little bit. That was that was different. Yeah, like, did you freak out at all? No, and I, that surprised me. That's next time on Consenting Adults. <laughs>